Microphone check, microphone check. Welcome to the One Life, One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morse. Today, I have a very, very, very <laughs> special guest. We've been talking about doing this probably since my first episode. Now I'm on 105 episodes. Oh. But the COVID, <laughs> life, everything gets in the way. And I, I figured out today, I think I've probably known this person for almost 20 years. I'm trying to get, when we'll get back to that story, yeah, but yeah, yeah. a really long time. But it's a true honor. I, I love this human being so much for so many different reasons. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Juliet Lewis. Hello. And here's your coffee. This is amazing. Is that right? Max Morris is delivered. Yes, Max Morris on cue. <laughs> that was nice. Um, you thank wait, you for being that? here. Maybe I need to make it a That's little That's a straight fun. up black iced coffee. Well, I might need it. Okay. I know it's going to be nasty. You do that? Why? It's just like oh, it's black so, coffee, but I don't like it. It's so too like, strong. Is this going to be cut out? No, our this coffee, is fine. No, people, coffee drinking? This is, this is what it's all about, This man. is awesome. I'm perfectly happy. Do you have any maple syrup and cinnamon? What? <laughs> I like to do some weird stuff. I'm gonna. I I fucking coffee. Hang out. Toby. Fucking nasty. So first question was I didn't know uh, because I know I was thinking about this. You're asking me the first question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. You, you. So you, you do caffeine. Um, (laughs) You're. I was like, don't give me that. I just started coffee about a year and a half ago. Oh. And I did it straight. Everybody's sick of me talking about this shit, but I did it for the whole month of December. It made me jittery. It made me. Yeah, uh, no doubt. It made me. Go to the bathroom, made me de- you hanging out, Max. Sure. Made me dehydrated, made me want to crash super hard. Yeah, it's the first real drug I've ever done, and I I, I love it and I hate. It. I can't stop drinking it, man. All right, well let's settle down. Let's do is everything. Let's do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had that many issues with the coffee. Already. No, but that's like the only the only kind of drug I've ever fucking done. Yeah, I didn't even know that much because I was in the car. I was like, does he fuck with caffeine? Because that might mess him up. And so here here it is. I, I think re- right. regular caffeine maybe in tea is good. But mm-hmm. something about coffee, he, he got me started on it because his grandma gave him his first sip and fucked him all up. It doesn't matter anyway. All right. Okay, here. so welcome to the podcast. Thanks. All right, there's so many things to talk about. I did such a deep dive. Um, like I said, this weekend I watched four of your movies. Um, three I never seen before, and obviously California, my favorite movies of all fucking times, my top five, which we'll get to. I fully know that. Yeah. We have, you have, you have such a um, long, it, it'd, be, it'd be so hard to cover your whole entire life, but mm-hmm. obviously I picked my phase. But anyway, yeah, you were born here pretty much. You are born in L.A., right? I was born right in a, a house in Las Feliz. It was a home birth. My mom, wow. my mom had six kids, uh, five of them natural at home. My first, her first child, my brother, she had at the hospital. She hates hospitals. Okay. My mom is very idiosyncratic. Anyway, my, <laughs> my birth story is kind of funny, and it's a little bit like connected to my nature because she had me alone wow all by herself cut the umbilical cord Holy she shit. had a midwife who was running late who's gonna help mm-hmm. and, you know this is hippie times yeah 1973 still. anyway isn't that wild? wow really yeah so it was just, just your mom by herself no nurses no nothing no and she would sterilize equipment so she sterilized two barrettes <laughs> that she put uh, on the umbilical cord and cut it. I can't even imagine someone doing this, but this is my mom. Super DIY. She, yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> DIY. And oh, and she always makes this. My mom is very colorful in her storytelling, so yeah. you don't know what's exaggerating, what's not. But she's like, and then I took you to wash you by the bath, and I almost dropped you. You didn't like that. Wow. You screamed your head off, and I was like. Mom, did you drop me? <laughs> she might edit that part out. Wow. Anyway. All right. So yeah, I thought you had like eight siblings, right? Mm-hmm. Total about. That's crazy. No, I have 
a lot of half brothers yeah. and sisters yeah. is what I say. We're I always say we're a family of individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grew up with one brother, one sister. Okay, that's who we grew up. Uh, and how was it growing up? Were your parents was it like a strict family at all? Or no, my my. <laughs> that's a funny question <laughs> no because i talked to other people who grew up in the 70s 80s mm-hmm. i don't know they have a name for it what latchkey kid where they you yeah, know yeah. you leave your door open like ah, oh, see ya and you sort of totally. take care of yourself you make your own food um you know you're stay you're left with the neighbors we lived in so i had two kinds of living one was like super low rent shitty apartment in hollywood and then my parents were split since I was two. Okay. So, but they've always been pals. Yeah. You know, real, real friends, good friends. Awesome. So I didn't grow up with lots of fighting or anything like that. And then when my mom had more kids and got remarried, I then lived with my dad in the in the valley in Tarzana, and we lived in a, in a ranch, like wow. this kind of ramshackly ranch, and we had horses and chickens, and I shoveled horse manure, stuff like this. So, yeah. so people wouldn't know that, but I had two different. lives like a valley kind of ranch equestrian living and and also hollywood apartment living yeah you know yeah and did you go to regular school too growing up yeah i went to regular public school and then i was i was a funny kid because my parents were both very pro art yeah and they really raised me to question authority in all its capacity. So, so it's like, even at school, if the principal, if we were in trouble or something, my dad was so irreverent, he would kind of side with his kids. Or you could <laughs> tell him a fib or something, get him on your side. Yeah. I don't know. And he, he drove a 280, wait, a, two, a, Z- a Datsun 280ZX. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Maybe, yeah. Okay, but he that was, he was such like a cowboy in a way, yeah. but... Uh, like for instance, in junior high, he picked us up. He would and and we'd be like, "Where are we going?" We I didn't know we had a dentist appointment. He would like lie, say we had a dentist appointment, <laughs> you out of school. and take us to um like Empire Strikes Back to <laughs> nice. like skip the lines. Wow! And my dad, he was such a kid. He like he's like, "I'm gonna go pick up my kids," probably because he wanted to see a movie. Yeah, so, that's amazing. He's funny. He's funny. did you like Did you like school? Oh no, I was <laughs> not. Not built for school. No, me either. Well, what were you like at public school? So here's the thing: I was friends with all the cliques. Yeah, I was like the outsider, alternative. I wouldn't even. I didn't even have my own clique. I could be, be friends if we were want to classify in these goofy names or like yeah. nerds, alternative kids, totally. punk rock kids, black girls, um, the hip hop crew, burnouts, like the burnouts. Like yeah. I could, yeah. So. That's kind of funny. It was weird. That's how it was back then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Everybody was defined by what music you're listening to and possibly your clothes, like your money level. For sure. How long your hair was. And and you were down with everybody. Pretty much just like a, hey, what's up kind of vibe. (laughs) But I was a hermit. I was like, no, I mean, not a hermit. I was just sort of introverted. Yeah. Because I learned to really express myself and articulate myself through art mm-hmm. and then later through growing pains and you know yeah. living but i see some of those old videos you post with your brother lightfield too some of those old like acting like <laughs> how old were you when you started uh, doing that okay so he oh my gosh those videos that, are amazing isn't that crazy dancing acting all that it's crazy to have a brother who has <laughs> a video camera he has the teenage lewis 
on, you know, on camera who is very trying to be too cool mm. for school and didn't. But you're young. I was young. Um, <laughs> how old? He, he got a video camera that my dad bought him when he was 12. Okay. So I guess, yeah. Oh my God. He has my first, when I used to sing in little musicals when I was like 11, 10 or 11, he has um, me on stage wow, singing my man. first solo that I auditioned for and got and it was, and I was wow. really nervous. Yeah. Was your dad a big influence on acting for you? Yeah, my dad. So let's see. The way it worked was my dad, he, he made it possible. Mm -hmm. He made it that it wasn't an industry that's so far away. Yeah. He made it like, this is the industry you go in if you have an imagination, if you love storytelling, and it's people from all walks of life. Yep. So I had a real reality uh, version of what... Uh, you know, a realistic version of what um, making movies was because I would hang out on sets. Yeah. So like I'd hang out in the makeup trailer or in the dusty uh, backyard where it was like a cowboy set. Yeah. And, and I knew it was like long hours and. Yeah. Uh, he was in any which way but loose, right? Yeah. Clint Eastwood, the monkey and stuff, right? Yeah. So he, my dad's name is Jeffrey Lewis and he's, what's so, when I reflect, when I look back, it's, to me, it's very noble. It's like a noble profession because he's a character actor. And yeah. so if he influenced me, the, the mo even though we're different in our styles, how he influenced me is I love characters. I love yeah. stretching it myself and being as different from myself as I could imagine yeah. to try to seek understanding and have empathy for people from all, all, kind, all kinds of existence. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get exposed to music at a young age as well? Yes. That's a huge influence is my, yeah. bro my brother okay. and my dad and the radio. Oh, my God. And Top 40 <laughs> radio. So so my first connection to music was ditching school and, um, oh, my God, <laughs> Max, no one can see him. Like, oh, my God. He was like. Can I get a what? <laughs> Ditching school. Don't, no. no this, pay, pay attention. Okay. Yeah, Max. No, no, no. This was, no, I was, ditch, I did school and I, my mom was away f at work. And yeah. so I just sat there and daydreamed with my ear to the radio. Okay. And I remember like Donna Summer. I remember all those 70s kind of ballads, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, James Taylor, CCR. Um, but a lot of disco, because this was early, um, sometimes if there was like mean kids, we might just ditch school or something. Yeah. This is pre-adolescence. Okay. Then with my dad, it was Steely Dan, All the <laughs> Miles Davis. He got me into Miles Diverse. Davis. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, and my brother, of course. Well, MTV was just coming around. And so, I don't know. You want me to tell you the whole story? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> So that's when all the music got inspired back then. And then what was like your, what was, because you started so young, like you, you quit school at 15 years old. Um, you were like super young in those videos. What was it that made you finally say, I just want to, I want to, like when you quit school, you're like, I want to, because you got in the movie, correct? Yeah. Here's the story is like, there's a turning point. I was, I was, um, I don't want to say I was attracted to, danger because i yeah it wasn't like that i was i don't know i guess it was things outside myself but in the valley i was hanging out with like a whole criminal 
uh, Empire? element. Empire? <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Yeah. For like criminal element. And so you could make a choice mm. at that time. It's like, you know, my best friend at the time got pregnant at 17. Um, these kids were rough and, uh, you know, a lot of fighting and gangs and stuff like this. And, yeah. and um, I always knew what I wanted to do. I wasn't getting good grades. So it was sort of like... My answer, it's the same answer I have now is I sort of cut my losses and I split like okay. that's so I left the valley and I was um, my dad helped me get an agent. Nice. And and I was like, you know what? I want to I want to get into this. It gave me a sense of purpose. The big yeah. irony is when I started working professionally, it, it was good for my integrity. It gave me work ethic yeah. that I even used later, like with my band, like nobody had a harder Totally. Uh, work ethic. I didn't even know you you need to book two days off in case you <laughs> yeah. get bronchitis. Like when my yeah. booking agent I, I, made the, our first tour, I was like, why are there two days off? Yeah. And and then I got I, I got a hundred and two fever in Ireland. I was like, oh, this is why you need two days Damn. off. Um, <laughs> you you rest your I mean? voice, all that stuff. Your machine, yeah. Nonstop. All of that. I did. I learned the hard way. She just dived right into the acting. Then same way, it's like full head on with yeah it. well acting was was interesting because um i had one little acting teacher when i was 11 i took three classes she died wow true story wow never took lessons again and i consider all the directors i've worked with my teachers yeah. i i learned by i had intuition instincts and on the job training yeah i just like learned by being in my environment and also of course uh, i was familiar with a set from growing up around them with yeah. my dad yeah yeah um but yeah it was all it was all uh instinct i don't know you know when you're yeah. meant to do what you're meant to do and yeah you, you learn but you know i look back on my jobs some of them are you know i'm <laughs> i'm the hardest i'm very hard hard judge on my you are on my acting yeah so you remember the first one was the first one i married door is that the first one you did <laughs> <What's> <laughs> that? What the fuck? You probably went through all the jobs. But was, was that one of the first ones or first movie or no? No. Okay. So I Married Dora was a sitcom. Sitcom. Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah. That every joke would be <laughs> totally on PC right now. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's a the premise is a guy who marries his housekeeper. <laughs> um, wait, why to keep her? I forgot what the premise is, but the, the premise wouldn't even yeah. fly the te past test today. Um, so like I was all in the family or something. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, uh, just a daughter on a sitcom, really dry sense of humor. You know, yeah. the characters were drawn real thin then. And then I, yeah. I thank, thank God I got to do some serious acting when I was like 16. Yeah. Yeah. Was it my stepmother as an alien was one of the first ones? Too? Well, that was actually, I think that was my first movie okay. and I had like three lines. Yeah. But the first, the turning point for me was when Brad Pitt and I worked together in a movie of the week that was super melodramatic. Too Young to Die. Too Young to Die. I look at it as very, you know, melodramatic now. Yeah. However, for both of us at that time, he had just come from Dallas. Oh, That's shit. how far back me and yeah. Mr. Pitt go. He, <laughs> Mr. Pitt. yeah, he, um, you know, we were both just struggling actors and it was a huge opportunity because we could, could show drama. Yeah. Our dramatic skill set, right? Yeah. Um, and it was I, a lifetime show or something, right? Um, I don't know, on one of the networks. Yeah. But right, so this was our turning point. It was a huge, based on a true life story, you know, movie of the week. 
I got you got to emote and cry. He got to play against his looks and be, you know, a bad guy. And yeah, um, and then that led to it for to him or uh, to Thelma and Louise. And for oh, me, it led to Cape Fear. Yeah, exactly. Like that was a bridge to those two happenings. Was Christmas Vacation after that? Before that? Right before that. Yeah, and that's a big one. That's too. right. Actually, that that's was huge one. too. And I just did that's a, a big one. Uh, um. 25 year Dang, reunion wow. and it wow. was so touching you know when you get older and you get mm -hmm. to appreciate like chevy chase you know everything's a turning point him yeah. giving me that job it was a huge studio movie yeah. at the time like i was 15 so it was right wow. before that is that like the big kind of put you out there in there big break in a sense that movie it's a big break yes okay. because before that it's like tv shows that got yeah. canceled nobody you know, really wonder years facts of life a bunch of shit yeah yeah like little uh episodics yeah. and then this was like a i, I always love saying <laughs> a major motion picture um it, it was a it's still it's still yeah oh my god to, every no. christmas all that it's like that's a that's like being the a icing. Yeah, that's the icing. Every single year, that little movie plays, and yeah, it's man. really sweet. And then people, you know, you're part of people's lives. Yeah, you never, never know that that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's really beautiful, actually. Um, you know, the mugshot picture you have is that from when you got arrested at 15? Is that from that or something else? You got arrested 15 for drinking under at a bar or something, right? Mm -hmm. Underage. No, no that was that was just the first arrest. It's even better. <laughs> It's better, this story, because it's so funny to me. It's like Footloose. It's a great photo, too. Thanks. I don't know. It's all, was it a premonition? Was it a? Was it fate? Was it destiny? <laughs> no, I like to say that mugshot is like yeah. what I sell now. So my rebel youth, my defiant youth, I sell on shirts to fund anytime I'm going to record so I know, that I, I can stay independent. I love that. I okay, love that. That story, I was not even drinking at a club. It it was just the club. I just went out to go dancing. Okay. It's a true footloose story. <laughs> we just want to dance, man. And you was underage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were just under the, no, the club didn't have a liquor license. Okay. And the cops were like, anybody who's under 18, raise your hand and we'll let you go. And they lied. Wow. Yeah. So you've been arrested after that a couple of times, no? No. So that's the only mugshot for that? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's easy, it. That's such an easy mugshot. Oh, Holy yeah. So shit. easy. So he, the, <laughs> the story is good because I was living on my own, paying taxes. I, you know, because my dad, my parents helped me like uh, defy the labor laws. Yeah. You can get a process done so that you can. It's called emancipation. emancipation. Yeah. But every and then the journalist changed that to make it like it was between me and my parents when it was actually my parents helping me. You get emancipated from child labor laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, they're pro art. They're bohemian. They're radical. So they're like, yeah, you want to work? Yeah. Because then people hire you more when you're emancipated. Yeah. Okay, but um, point is, I was sitting in the back seat of the cop car, and I was so. Uh, disrespectful of authority. I was like, mm. I was just sitting there handcuffed like, hey, so you mean to tell me I can pay taxes, but I can't go dancing? Mm. So I'm paying rent, but I, you know, I was just like Damn. questioning and he wasn't answering any of my questions. <laughs> and then later on, I go, hey, do you think I could get that mugshot? Because I want to I wanna hang it in my living room. I was 15! 
13. Holy Who the sh- fuck says this shit <laughs> to a cop? You, I was such a brat. Wow, it's such a great thing you got there. Holy shit. But then, here's what's funny is the cop, I think, <laughs> took a liking to me. I think I must have worn him down. Because then when my dad came at like 5 a.m., he he literally gave us a copy and with a wink. Because you can't get that online. That's Hell your no. juvenile mugshot. Yeah. So holy shit! I wish I knew that officer. And it wasn't like you were a big actress at that time. We just starting. No, but my dad he recognized my dad and he knew I was like this ornery kid who I don't know who thought she was being responsible. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. That's weird. Yeah. And so so obviously National Lampoon that movie puts you into the fucking mains like you're out there now you're like a fucking that blows you up that's like your major label hit Mm. song whatever. It is and it isn't. You're still, it's funny because a lot of my quote unquote success, I was still always trying to prove myself. Mm. So even though you do Christmas Vacation, you're trying to, now I have to prove I'm a dramatic actress yeah. or I can do character work. I was just being a Griswold kid with a couple of wisecracking lines. You yeah. know what I mean? But however, it did put me on the map of like, oh, the girl in that movie, when they're looking for a girl in a show. Did they take you seriously in Too Young to Die with Brad Pitt as being dramatic? Well... You saw that side of you, never saw it yet. Too Young to Die was literally what Scorsese and De Niro watched wow, to, to get me to be considered. So, such Kate an important... Fear. That wow. was huge. Yeah. It was huge. And Cape Fear, you were so fucking young that... And that was like your sixth movie or something. I don't. If I did the math correctly, Toby, maybe I'm wrong. I have no idea. I, I know I'm professional. Okay, but okay. Yeah, but you're like 17 years old in that or something, right? 16, 17. So let's see. Cape Fear, I, t- I believe I turned 18 during. 1991. Yeah. I, tr- I know because, you know, all these things get a little <laughs> crazy uh, <laughs> age wise. But again, I was like living in a grown up world as a teenager, paying rent, like the whole thing. My, yeah. My, you know, it was a different it's time. Such an incredible role, though. Such an incredible Thanks. movie, man. But yeah, I turned eighteen during that, and then um, uh, it was really special that experience. Yeah, De Niro was so ill in that movie, man. Holy shit! I always loved his tats too back then too. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit! And you probably knew who he was. Obviously, you're young, but still, you have to know De Niro now at that age or not. It was weird because I was so not versed in cinema for in some weird Mm -hmm. way like i had a lot of friends who are really they knew writers and actors and directors all i had seen at that time like i hadn't seen taxi driver or mean streets i just saw goodfellas when i was doing this audition yeah and i knew they were i I, you know i'm not i knew they were legendary yeah industry but you're so young still yeah yeah my youth worked for me so that i could just Try to do my best. And yeah, and then you get nominated for Best Supporting Actress in that, too. That's mm-hmm. pretty fucking awesome. Wow, we're really doing a whole... No, I'm just telling you. I'm just, I'm just telling you're you. You're just like, letting I'm me deep, know. I'm deep diving on you. Yeah, this is this is your life. No, yes. I'm just saying, like, wait, but like I'm saying, like, that's fucking amazing. Like, that movie's just... It's crazy. This just... So far, like, everything... I don't know. I just... And then whatever. Then we got, we got Woody Allen movie. We don't have to talk about that. But California, this yeah. is 92. That's after that. And we talked about before the podcast, like I have my wife, my wife has another name. We'll, we'll talk about that some other day, but um, she has another identity and her name is uh, Hannah Adele Sinclair. <laughs> Adele is named after your character. <laughs> Sinclair is from Ray Liotta's character in Something Wild, which which she fucking loves. Oh. But then my wife told me, we watched California. I did not know this. That she's like, I was going to name Max early. I was like, what? Why don't you tell me that? 
She already went and changed Max's middle name to Henry after Henry Rollins. Or even asking me after he was born, she went to City Hall and she changed that. But but I mean, your character Adele and like you did that post the other day and it was just amazing. And I saw that you like kind of had to talk Brad into doing that role in a sense. Oh, I love that. And that movie's incredible, dude. It's just okay. I'll tell you why that movie was special. So so during that time. Um, that I was hanging out with Brad. It was for a few years, and we we wanted to do something creatively together, um, and that that script came our way. Um, and Dominic Senna, he he didn't know if he wanted to do it just because it was Dominic Senna, the director, who went on to do huge movies. Okay, huge. We could Google him, but got gone yeah. in sixty seconds. Oh yeah. But yeah. at the time, he had just done Janet Jackson videos. Sick. Um, but I knew, and, and the script was like rugged and crazy and twisted. It's amazing. Yeah. Was, and, and, and it gave an opportunity for me. Um, the, they really liked me improvising. So a lot of that character was just like channeling. I was liking things to channeling. Wow. Cause this little character just, I don't know. It came through me. I felt like she was a, um, a wounded nine-year-old. Yeah, you know she has this one really heart heart-wrenching scene w- of why she loves early because he saved her from a horrible it's heavy, event. It's, yeah. Oh man, and my heart, my heart is so full with that movie. Like I can't. There's a scene in the end where she's like, she realizes early is bad, and she's like, I'm not. Uh, I love when I'm imitating myself. <laughs> Please do it. Please where do it. Where she goes, like I can't. Um, go up that Hollywood sign with you early. You hurt them people. It makes, I you're can't, bad. you're yeah. bad. You're yeah. mean. Yeah. It's a nine year old's rev- revelation. And I can't, I couldn't watch it for the longest time. Damn. It makes me so sad. She was part of my heart. Oh, that, yeah. This is my first official character. Yeah. There's another scene where I, where I sing Carrie a song. It's so cute, man. Like, I wish Carrie was happy. I wish she would smile. smile. Like, I literally made that up on the really? spot. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. love that. That's such a great part, man. It's so <laughs> fucking cute. The whole thing is just like, and the company, whatever, David, like, he went on to do things as well, but like, just Pitt is like, <clears throat> snorting all and all time. that shit and it's fucking, dude, it's, he said he loosely based it off of some guy he even met in Missouri. Really? Uh-huh. How crazy is that? And just and just the other day when you posted about just the love you got in the comments and people how how impactful and how um That's neat. It's just a cult classic, you know what I mean? Like Who knew? It's great. <laughs> and you're Who si- knew? And you're singing in there too. We just remember cuz you I love it as I look back on some of these shoots you know, you're staying in these tiny divey. That's what prepared me for rock and roll so easily. Yeah. You're you're doing these road trips from town to town, these sort of bombed out places. Like even in California, they were where they did like bomb test yeah, sites. Yeah, it's creepy. Um, we drove through Death Valley. Similar natural born killers. You're you're just driving through these deserts. Desert places. Yeah, and really weird uh, hotels. You know, there's no... uh, My relationship to the movie business is not like J-Lo's or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like a different... It reminds me of like Cassavetti or 70s Mm -hmm. film, you know, what they were doing then where you're sort of all in it together. Yeah. Do those characters stick with you when you're done with the movie? Um... Not really. You're taking home. No, with you I let go. Yeah. I'm not again because I've worked with people who are method, who actually like stay in character yeah. and kind of torture themselves. I know yeah. a person specifically, but we had a holiday 
break and he was gonna stay in character like all through the Dang. holidays. And uh, I can't actually do that. That would tax me. I have to like go in and out. Yeah. Um, I can work really committed, really intensively, but like I have to shake it off. I have to like look at trees and and yeah. and look at the sky. I like do like a letting go process. But like I said, there's some movies where my heart expands with yeah. the role and and Adele was one of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I mean, obviously it must be a point before that. Obviously this is what you're doing. This is your career. You're not working any jobs in between. You're full on actress. This is it. This is no yeah. turning back. That's when I was, yeah, I was making a living and I, yeah, you know, and I got told as a kid, I don't know what you got told when you knew you were going to do music where you run into friends, parents who are like, well, don't you think you should have a backup plan? You know that word, backup plan. Totally, go to school, man. which isn't bad. Like I, like I want to learn. I, I feel like people should take the time to travel or cultivate a, a sense of self and and community connection with yeah. life, not just your job. Like I, yeah. you learn that the hard way too. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I never had a quote backup plan. It's, it's great. It's amazing. I mean, you just set you just set yourself and just did it. I did. It's pretty amazing, man. Well, that's nice. No, that's that that's that's that PMA shit too. Like what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Hundred percent. You put your mind to shit and stick with it, you know? Hundred percent. And there's there's it's not to say I haven't had like a love hate with yeah. the, the industry. Of course. And but I I'm now on the love side, like where you're just in gratitude. Like there's no no other industry i like i i've met so many fascinating uh, creative minds in yeah. this field and had so many really uh profound experiences and for better or for worse it's a really hard like people don't know like the 16 hour days totally. and like um the hurrying up to wait all that oh shit. my god all of it and and i like i'll still analyze it today i'm like <laughs> how am i able at 3 a.m to act like i just saw my dad die you know i had to play a scene it was after they're like that's lunch and yeah. then you're close up for you have to do an experience you've never come yeah. close to in life it's just a what if yeah. scenario and you 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 kind of go into this suspension of reality and anyway yeah. I, I always question how the fuck am i doing this it's mm -hmm. crazy was your dad coming to the sets and stuff when you, when you first started I'm doing trying stuff i think if he if he visited he must have been so fucking proud though because you just like went for it and just having all these my dad was really that's the one thing is he's he was proud of all his kids of my dad is one of those like he just wanted to sit back and, and he loved everything that his kids were into. Yeah. But yeah, he was proud of me um, for sure, but no different than the rest of how, how much pride and love he had for each one of us. No, his of kids, course, of course. Um, yeah. So after, uh, um, next one, I'm not going to go through all your movies. Yeah, but, yeah, please. But what's in a Gilbert Grape? Incredible. That Incredible was, fucking movie. How special is so that? So emo. Movie? Like I, we were gonna watch it last night. Moon's like we can't watch it. We're gonna cry. Like every time you watch it, it's it's so fucking heavy. It's so heavy, man. It's yeah. That, that's a great movie. It's such amazing cast and every time. So every time I would get one of these jerker. jobs, it was also like, wow, they let me get it. You know, like yeah. for, what I'm trying to say is this industry the the people the money the guys who make the decision generally are they want familiar they want the, the what they've seen a hundred times filmmakers like who did that movie is lasa holstrom he wants 
raw talent or people yeah. he's never seen, like Leo DiCaprio playing the Arnie and mm -hmm. Johnny Depp, I believe, had a key. I think he got that from the book. I forgot his relationship yeah. to how much, how in love with the project he was. Yeah. But I was just a newcomer. Um, anyway, we I think we shot that in Austin. Leo was pretty young too and new, right? Leo, yeah. It was so yeah. funny because I was like a big sister, but he was only a year younger than me. <laughs> and I, I, I thought I was so mature and yeah. so much older. But um, he hadn't done a lot before that either, I don't think. No, his, his um, journey was... This Boy's Life. That's right. With, with De, Niro. De Niro. Hard so, ass movie. So, wow. So hard. But we had that bond of like, we both had our De Niro experience. Yeah. And then Leo, you know, That's he blew funny. everybody's mind in that movie. Yeah. Everybody thought that was really who he was. Yeah. He was phenomenal. Incredible, man. Yeah, it was so beautiful. That's Lasse Holstrom. He's a Swedish filmmaker that- I that begin to more, every, yeah. Oh, you'd like all his movies. Okay. Because everything he does has this- strange beauty in it um super nuanced interesting okay. characters you know he's european there's something different in it when yeah he's, when he's telling american stories too. yeah i'm sure i saw some of his after that but i didn't know him yeah you did um next one is a game change though nash born killers and my my question before we talk about it is it when you do such an ins insane character like that <laughs> do you do, do you become you become the actress that they expect to do the crazy shit after that because of that role was that role was the, the Mallory role was just so fucking. Yeah. So after that, like, oh, she, she can play that character. So not that you have to live that down. I said I can do something besides that. But you become that or no? Well, here's the thing. I analyze it and I really do think. I have to think in hindsight that I scared the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. In hindsight, and what I mean by that is the the suits, the business, the money. I really think uh, I don't know what happened, but I think I I yeah. always analyze it because well, for a second when I got into music, I was going to name my first record. Is she crazy? Because mm. that's what followed. Like even when I worked with Clooney in uh, from Dust Till Dawn, he's yeah. like, you know what? You are so down to earth. Blah blah blah. And he's like, every friend when I said I was going to work with you, they said. Is she crazy? You think and of that character. It's I got that for 10 years until now we have what we have. Like people see I have a sense of humor. And yeah. This, that. But at the time, isn't that wild? It's totally wild. Because I don't think that a guy, about the guys. I, don't, I just don't think women were, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But I take it as a compliment. Did you hate Did you hate that? Or did you kind of like the, the power of like, yeah, they think I'm a badass. I don't know. Well, like I say, in hindsight, where you just value your... Um, you're just there's less fight in me about my history. Like mm -hmm. I just, I just own own my yeah my uh, unique journey. But at the time, like if I was trying to get other roles, I'm sure I I didn't put it together to tell yeah. you the truth. I didn't know people would be that dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you really like that. Like Do you know the, what yeah. I'm saying? Like what? Are you mm -hmm. kidding? I'm just this teeny petite. Uh, yeah. The girl who can show a lot of different emotions or. Yeah. But I don't know. But that's that, me being because it is. A, I don't know. It's kind of visceral. That such an insane, incredible movie. That that, that changed a lot for you when that came out. Like for your, oh, your career wise, Toby. just like just the world knowing. I mean that that was like. I don't no, know. like I say, because listen, w different things hit differently. So True. Natural Born Killers was like people were banning it. I think that was the other thing is I was associated with something that was people didn't know how to handle. Because if you look at it, that film is Oliver Stone's 
uh, fuck you to the media and yeah. a, whole, a whole bunch of things. Yeah. It's, um, it's <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. in there too, right? Oh, yeah. So sick. Yeah, that's right. So He's good. a genius. Yeah. He's one of my top two actors. He's incredible. No, no, man. Downey, I've seen him pull off like monologues uh, on No Sleep where I was like, wow. What, what the fuck? Why can't I do this? this Damn. Guy's, oh, no, no. He's gifted. He was just from the moon and the stars. Like, how special. And just his comeback, too, with everything he went oh, through. Yeah. It's, it's fucking in, it's incredible, man. Yeah, his story's pretty... Uh, actually, I don't believe everyone should write books, but I want him to write a book. Yeah. Or even like a doc or something about him or something. There's even one about him, is there? I don't know, but I would, I would want that. You know, because people probably want to get away from like their whatever the hardest thing they've gone through, but I would want to know what that was like. How do yeah. you, how do you, as an oh, actor who's known a very cushy existence, like yeah. live in prison. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in there for a minute too. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah, that was, it was over a year. Wasn't it? It was over probably. A year. Yeah. And then come back out and be fucking Iron Man. Just it's all that shit. Like it's special. It's amazing. He worked, he worked his ass off for it. Yeah, so Natural One Killers, for me, again, it you're seeing it from the outside. It was yeah. I'd never had this like easy success. I was always I was getting some opportunities, but because of what I had just done, people would be like, Nope, she's only that. And you're like, yeah. No, no, don't you add do the math. It's I do character work or yeah. I can play, you know. Yeah, to like get away from that character. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I like playing you you know, no one did the math of like Hey, I'm a I'm an innocent, quiet ingenue in Cape Fear. Yeah, and then I'll tear your head off in Natural One Kiss. Totally, on, give us something in between. And, and then <laughs> another, and then one of my other favorite movies. I'm gonna skip these other ones because I want to talk about music. But Strange Days, we know that's great. Basketball Diaries, me and my wife's first date. Rapport's in as well with Leonardo. Wait, what? Basketball Diaries. That was our first date. Me and my wife's first date. Good lord. That was our first Who date. We picked that music. She movie. did, man. That was our first date. That's intense. <laughs> um, from Dust to Dawn, also. Um, Strange Days, <laughs> incredible, and you with you were also with that guy Vincent from um, uh, 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 what's the movie? Full Metal Jacket. He was in another movie with you too, which is cool. You guys went back. Was uh, Crooked Heart? You guys in this movie together? I love that actor. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, you guys in those two movies together. Wait, what was his was other movie? Crooked Hearts. But he was in. Oh yeah, a couple people were in, in Strange the same Days. Movie. Yeah, that's right. Like we never that. worked together in that, but he was in that. Yeah. Um, but other sister, want to get to which I, me and my wife love. My son loves it. It's a. It's. You and Giovanni Vervisi, it's fucking incre incredible movie. Totally different side to you. Um, and I thought that was an incredible fucking movie. That was heavy. That's sweet. Was that a hard character? So difficult um, because uh, certain things, well, everything I approach, you can sort of see the cliches. You could see very clearly where and how it could be done yeah. very wrong. So, totally. So it's kind of booby trapped, and you got to make sure you find the most pure and honest path. And so when I played in the other sister, that was loosely based on the producer's sister. Wow. Okay. And um, so I had watched home movies with her. Gotcha. She's what you'd consider very high functioning, yeah, mentally challenged, and um it was tricky because you're wanting to fit and it, the story is about integrity and yeah, the, or it's someone's a beautiful fight, story, man. her fight for independence. So the through line of the story is something I felt I had just sort of gone through. I was okay. 20 
96, maybe. It was 98. Yeah. Anyway, it was a really powerful thing. Gary Marshall, who I went to his yeah. service, he's a he's just a most beautiful soul. Everybody who's ever worked with him. And, and Rabisi, too, who's great. Too. Oh, yeah. Well, Rabisi. You guys are great together. We're was, lifelong friends. I know. And he, he actually, I don't think he would mind me telling, because this is when he was younger, but he was, that was him. He was method. He okay. stayed in character 24-7. Wow. And so... I could see that totally. And so I, I sort of became... You're opening yourself up when you play a character. Like yeah. To, to kind of their mannerisms or their energy. But it to me, it's different. It's more like uh, intuiting. It's like channeling. Whereas, yeah. Anyway, he, he, he stayed in character That's 24-7. That's amazing, man. So we would have lunch and he'd be his character. Wow. That's totally opposite <laughs> spectrums so of fucking Natural Born Killers. What are you talking about? That's Thank like a, you. That's totally diff two different like... You're hired, Toby. No, I'm saying that's fucking... No, um, I'm just kidding. Oh, I said, oh, whatever. Wear the gun. I love wear the gun. Hysterical oh, blindness. Yeah, I love it. that. Hysterical blindness. I love that. And then, but then when you, and then also when you pop back out, it was just cool. I didn't expect you to be in old school. That was, that was awesome too. Okay, that the, was really cool. The Todd Phillips movies were so fun for me because, again, I had gotten this reputation of it like being a bit so dramatic, so connected yeah. to these super... People also connect you with what was successful, like what the filmmaker did. So it was Scorsese, yeah. Oliver Stone, which that's really awesome. Incredible, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... no one, it out loud. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody connected me to comedy. Uh, you know, yeah. now people think, I think they know I'm goofy, but so Todd Phillips, this is a huge thing, even though there were like huge, little man. cameos. I did, uh, did we do three movies? We did three movies. He would just sort of give me a cameo to do a funny it character. It was great. I, I loved it. It was a great surprise and it was awesome. Like, and that was such, that was such a funny, a, a pretty amazing movie. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Old Todd school. Phillips and he went off and he went and got dramatic and did the Joker. Oh, that's right. That's Todd Phillips. That shit is so... I love that movie. It's so great, man. Wow. Got nominated. Joaquin killed that shit, uh, by yeah. the way. Holy shit. So That deep. shit was heavy, man. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Um, I'm just, then, that, then I'm going to fast forward. All I'll right, fast right. forward Julia yeah. and the Licks, which is around 2003. It was almost like you took... Did you take a hiatus? Like, I'm going to do music and not act for I'm going to focus on music? Yes. Okay, so we This got, is amazing. Let's just settle down from the Juliet Lewis show for a second. Because we gotta we gotta tell everybody our history. There is. Well this there's one thing Do I want to know probably, our history. Well, I want to bring up one thing too you might remember. Yeah. And maybe I cut it off it maybe I sound like I'm crazy. Yeah. But I met you before before I even met you, my brother, you was I was standing in line at a Starbucks in Manhattan and you were standing behind me. And either I turned around and I look oh shit, it's Julius and I turned around. But you said to me I like your tattoo. It was like my my Yankees tattoo or something. And that's the first time I ever met you. It was in the Starbucks, and that was before anything ever happened. I and and I'm, I'm you're not gonna remember that, but I'll remember because you're Julie Lewis. But it was at a Starbucks, and you turn around and I looked at you, turn back, you say, "Yeah, I like your tattoo," and that was it. It's the first time I ever talked to you before. <laughs> anyway, mean, I don't know if you. Cool. That's just something. I, maybe it's not even true, but it, it is true. <laughs> it, 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 it is. It is true like, to maybe me. Maybe I just made it up. So our, our connection right. is that Deirdre, your sister, yes. worked at Beauty Bar in Manhattan with my wife moon on 14th street and that was our connection there and um how sweet is this and somehow some way we were on hiatus h2o yeah i'll tell you the story and then todd morse was asked to be an audition and then you could tell the story all right <laughs> so you asked yeah i was taking a break i was yeah. so i was so what's the word uh burnt disenchanted yeah. no no disillusioned i was okay. disillusioned by the movie business yeah. right yeah i was sick of the hustle and it's All like that. come on guys oh and the clock was ticking 
I was why? I was almost thirty. Okay. So I'll tell you why. If Is you, it really like a, a okay? Go well, ahead. no. Listen, as a kid, you've been making music all your life. As a kid, I wanted to be a singer. Okay. I wanted to be on stage, and I and I wanted to to do things that involved musical. I you that. know, I didn't know band world. Yeah. Um. But what? But the thing with singing, and you'll know, like as a front person perform. It's it's all of you. It's your heart and soul. And for me, it was I was in the closet about it. It yeah. was my softest. Whereas character work, I'm becoming something else. Even though there's a lot of my heart in that and humanity, I, I, it's other people's writing, yeah. directing, storytelling. The music is is all of me. Even though I work, full control your with, shit. Yeah, it, write it, work, sing it, live it. Exactly. So. So I didn't know how to go about it because I also knew it was too late to become a musician. And it's yeah. like, I didn't want to, uh, for me, it was about, um, it's kind of an exorcism, right? Of song totally. and getting the songs out. So, and I love the alchemy. I love creating with other people yeah. and them bringing what they do to the equation. So here's what I did. I literally was like, wrote down on a piece of paper Picture every like, musician I knew and everybody I thought who knew a musician. Really? <laughs> yeah. And that's how my sister, she's like, I go, so I called everybody. I was like, hey, I'm looking to write some songs. And, uh, but literally like a little kid, like it wasn't big management or something like yeah. that. Anyway, my Deirdre led me to you and said, oh, I think they're on a break. And, uh, and then we met in, in Amoeba Records. In Amoeba. <laughs> Like two gangsters in the aisle. <laughs> I met I met Julia. I wish we knew what record uh, aisle we were. I don't in. know, but we I met Julia there with me, and I gave her a copy of our latest album. <laughs> gave it to her. My brother ends up ends up going to her house, to Juliet's house to, to try out, and he performs in front of her. I think she has a boombox or something. He plays guitar in front of her. He told me about that moment too. What He's playing that? the songs in front of you in your house or something. It was instant. So yeah. Todd and I's ability to write together was instantaneous yeah and and that's it's interesting because for me even the other industry in front it's all about commitment you just commit you don't you don't second guess you don't doubt you'll start hearing things or you won't like yeah. melodies so i played with other people didn't hear anything you play i played yeah. with todd i'll hear five different melodies you know he just has you know he has a plentiful yeah he's a great riffs. songwriter great yeah he's so great Good air too yeah yeah that made me happy so Todd got in there we were on hiatus so and then nice. Juliet and the, the band kicks off and that becomes fuck man almost eight to ten years or something and I was like oh my god I said Todd Moore's trial for that band and yeah then, yeah <laughs> I know and then I was like shit that's your brother and you guys gotta yeah figures your stuff out but we too. came out yeah we, I did another band Hazen Street and then yeah, that's after right. that and then we did right. and we came back like but that was like eight years with them. With, with it was six years. Okay. It was six years. It could have been eight. It felt yeah. like eight. But you, but. We toured relentlessly. But we started from the very beginning, you know, a 30 minute set. I needed six songs. I know. You guys did EP first or something. I remember yes, that. Yes. Yes. Um, but you're, but to give you props right now, you're like, there are some people like the transition from, let's see, uh, let's see, rappers to actors or actors to singers. But uh -huh. like you, I don't know your your passion and 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 your love of music, it just it shows. And yet, like I was I said to you before a million times, it's you're like uh, Janis Joplin mixed with Iggy Pop, and I mean it from from the bottom of my heart. Like your on stage wow. performance is incredible. Your energy, you feel it and live it, and and it's real. And I feel like not many people get taken seriously when they're coming from like being an actor, actress to becoming a musician. And and yours really just 
I don't know. It was just so obvious that you loved music, and I don't know. That's and you nice. loved who you were doing. You know what I mean? Deeply. I mean, it's it, like it's like a therapeutic for you. That's it. Seems. it. It's very well. You know what it was? It's this. Holy moly! Is that your neighbor? Some truck, uh, trash truck. But it's like a, not a, not a religious experience, but it's something when you perform. It is. It is. Is well, it's spiritual. Yeah. And it's about the collective. And you know what that was for me on stage, and what it still is. It's a. It's um. It's taking the straight jacket off. Yeah. It, it's a. It's a reaction to what uh, the the stifling of what you are who you really are and what you're what you're told you're supposed to be i always wanted to lead people and you're very much the same as a visceral um um provide a release you know and, totally. a, and an escape from That's what's for everybody from yeah. the hardship and and but for me too there is a sense of theater i definitely yeah. like in my future shows to come i'm trying to figure out a way to write um and the songs that i'm going to approach i want to really combine the dramatic and theatrical element and and rock yeah. and roll but we we had a real at our best we we're just a great run with it. Yeah, rock I mean, band you know yeah did you feel pressure that you had to prove yourself as a singer oh my god 100 well let me explain the pressure <laughs> was hilarious because it was kind of like so my work ethic is what is what totally helped was very DIY as well, even in your acting. Well, that was from, and that was from your brother, Todd. He was like, well, I have relationships to the Warp Tour. He's sort of like, mm. he took me under his wing. I'm like, this is how it's done. This is what we do in punk rock. Yeah. Um, you know, and the DIY and the merch sale. Like I learned all the little the business. Again, I did not want a label. I did not want someone putting their stamp on me or telling me what they think I should be or sell. Yeah. So for me, it was about finding, cutting my teeth, also making mistakes. You know, yeah. we have better songs than others. Some of, of them are super juvenile, whatever. But <laughs> where we were going to prove ourselves, I always knew was live. Yeah. I, I was like, you can you can come if you want to come to see the show because you think you're gonna make fun of us. Whatever, my band is so fucking tight. Like, yeah. Okay, sorry, I get really excited. No, you can't. No, no, you no. Can't. But like, we're gonna. You'll never be bored. It's crazy. At one it's of our it's shows. crazy going from talking about acting to music. Your passion is so <laughs> different. Exists. And even, I know you're passionate about acting, but talking about music, it's so it's such a big part of you. Oh my god, it was everything. It was and it's exhausting. We've talked <laughs> it's about so it. draining touring. It's yeah. so so uh, <laughs> you're taking me back though to the warp to so when you say warp the pressure, here's what was funny is I knew I always likened us at these festivals to being the bearded lady. Mm. We were the resident freak show on two counts. One is actor playing music and yeah, she's gonna suck. Oh my god, what's that gonna be like? So I knew the expectations, funnily enough, were low. Mm -hmm. So I was like, we're gonna exceed these because they're so low. Yeah. And then on the other hand, I I was very much drawn to, for lack of a better phrase, cock rock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I very much like sort of male dominated rock and roll, you know, big riffs and, and yeah. or rip your face off kind of vibes. <laughs> so even that was an anomaly because women don't normally play that kind of music at the festivals we were at. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Especially Warp Tour. It's def that's that was Oh amazing. yeah, oh my god, Warp Tour so was fun, hilarious. Though. Yeah, it's fun though, right? So fun. But it's such long days in the heat and you gotta fucking save your energy. People think it's all glamorous oh and shit god, touring, but this like the waiting like twenty four hours to play like your one hour set. It's almost like being on a movie set, I guess, depending what you It is yeah, it was yeah. funny because some of 
you know, nobody had kind of, besides your brother, uh, they were newer to touring, touring that hard. Yeah. But I kind of knew about commitment, and I'd also worked on sets, yeah, where the hours are really long. You yeah. don't sleep. Everything's different every day. A lot of variety. The only thing is I did, I was super, um, like now I would know how to enjoy the, the little triumphs. Like yeah. your brother, that was what where we had a hard time because I was so, I put so much pressure on myself. I, I couldn't ever sort of stand back and be like, hey, we're doing it. We're yeah. like, we're like making in, a living. Yeah, you guys were music, touring so much. Which is radical. Killing Europe, I remember all that. Traveling yeah. so much, great tours. People who are probably listening to this don't know much about us but back when like 10 years ago to make a living or a livelihood for everybody in the band and and to do what you love is is was not lost on me like it was yeah you know and then when i tried to do acting again that was also a different time like now you can do multiple yeah careers then they were just like oh no you quit though you're doing music though yeah you're not, you're not acting well people still sending you stuff and you just turning stuff down uh, once I had the tours, I, I was like, "No, I'm, I'm done. I was wow. done for a good five years." And then, yeah. and then I was like, "All right, I'm. Let's check it out." And that's where I did a couple of those Todd Phillips movies. And yeah. then I got August Osage County with Meryl Streep yep. and Julia Roberts. That was huge. Uh, yeah. some years ago. Were you then, missing? You're missing acting. Uh, um, yes. I I'm sort of kook, like I like doing. I like just like variety, but yeah. you know what's funny is doing the music made me appreciate so much uh, making movies wow. and acting. It, 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 yeah. it, it actually the pace of it I could appreciate too. It was a slower pace, yeah, than touring. Did you get burnt? Touring can just really wear you out, man. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just the trap. The traveling, I dread the traveling. I love being on stage, but the traveling just man, the eating, the sleeping, the missing your family, yeah, just all that. The time. Time change. It gets tough. It's a lot on the on the soul, just the energy, and also because I never, I don't believe in autopilot. Like, yeah. or I always want to make something the best in that moment. Yeah, like I, the pressure is a little bit crazy that I put on myself. But um, yeah, well, and like I said, now I know to tour where it's more civilized, like yeah. you have some more off days. And then four on the floor, you guys had Dave Grohl. That was, that's cool. That was awesome. That was really fun. That must have been, a, yeah, just playing he, with him. He's a fucking machine. Well, that, that came from when we were touring a bunch and then we were on, I think we did Leeds and Reading. Well, out in Europe. That's sick too. Um, and he, Foo Fighters checked out our band. Because again, we were wow. always the curiosity factor. Of course. And so when Let's people... Let's see what this is about. Well, my band made me look good. The Licks. <laughs> they're, they're, everybody in my band is awesome. Yeah, great band, yeah. I can't say enough great things about everybody. You're well, great too, Well, Matt Kimball, Morris, yeah. Todd. I mean... But people was, oh, Julie Lewis has a band. Let's go check this. See what this is about. Yeah, yeah. It's like Let's that. Let's see if this is real or not. Let's and check this. And then it's fun. It ends yeah. up being fun. But Grohl like, gave us a seal of approval. And then he's like, it's yeah. Dope. You need a drummer because our drummer wasn't, he, you know, he didn't like the music. So I was mm -hmm. like, hey, you can't be here if you hate the songs. <laughs> like, you like the music? No, this okay. is uh, when a Kimball's friend in the okay. early, early days. Yeah. Early days. He, but I was like, yeah, go, go hang out. You know, like being a band you like. I don't do, you, know. do you remember the first show you guys played? Were you super nervous? Is it like a different thing than acting, obviously, like getting on stage? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, unless you, I don't know if you did plays before, but it's in the full audience is staring at you and you have to just I don't know, it's just so different, I think. 
Well, for me, I totally remember the first show. Do you know that club El Cid? Yeah, I do know that name. We played El Cid. It was 30 minutes. <laughs> I This is before I knew how to pace myself. Mm. So I was winded and ready to faint after the first song. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I forgot my lyrics, but I knew how to bluff. So like the whole yeah, show. Yeah, acting shit right there. 100%. Yeah. I just like... Uh, but I had too much energy about it. I would get too excited. You're too overexcited. Too much. And you would get burned out too fast. Yeah. And the wow. singing, you know, you got to learn because you got to breathe. Yeah. I wasn't breathing. It took me a minute to learn what I was doing. To do that. And then the warm-ups, no, the singing warm-ups yes. and saving your voice, and drinking your tea and getting your sleep. All that shit matters, man. Do you do all that, Toby? Do Hell you have like yeah. a tape cassette or like a I have it on my phone. I have my warm-ups. I do my singing coach, my warm-ups. I chew gum on stage. I got that from Grohl because Grohl chews I know. gum. What is it keeps up the with shit that? moist. Really? But he doesn't run around like I do, but I've almost no. choked on it several times on stage. But Yeah, does, I wouldn't be able to do the gum. It helps keep your shit loose, though. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I've seen some people do that. Um, huh. But you did, what, three, four or three records with the Licks? That's right. And then um, the Hard Living Woman doc with Jason Berg and Rapport, which was awesome. we got to talk about Rapport. Hard Living. Hard loving woman, hard loving. And woman. I just realized you and Rapport within that movie together dating. I watched that too. The Some Girl from 1998 with her and you and That's Rap. Right. Yeah. Watch that one. Um, is that the first movie you guys worked together? Probably. Me and Mike Rapport, we go way back. We told this story in the documentary. The guy I was dating, they were in a movie together. Mm. Um, BP is. Uh, oh, yeah, BP. <laughs> what? Uh, wait. That's what, right. What movie? True Romance. One. One. One of the best movies. So, yeah. True Romance. I think that I met Rappaport on that set just saying hi or afterwards. I'm not sure. Wow. And, and then, yeah, so we go way back in the 90s. And then my, our, a mutual friend wrote a little independent movie. And we were, yeah, we've, I think we played a couple of Yeah, that movie. was weird because I know you both. <laughs> that, I watched <laughs> it this week and I, I even had rap. I go, I go watch the movie. He goes, oh, man. But like, yeah, like that's his... It's just, he, he didn't even remember that movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember it either. He does either. so many, right, We were movies. playing, uh, yeah, I think we argued a lot. And then you're, the, you're the crazy character in that, too. Oh, yeah, she's terrible. It's weird when you're friends with somebody who's uh, in, in the scene, like, okay. In some, oh, that, uh, that, that's that's kind of the per personality. Because I feel like with you and rap, a lot of the characters, I feel like, damn, that's kind of like them anyway. It depends what the character is. Because I know you... In real life, right. when I see you on there, it's kind of like, okay. Right, you see parts of like, oh, that's how they tell a story or yeah, that's how they get so excited. Yeah, just just anything like well, that. Well, I'm it's... always trying to disappear in my role, but I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? You're saying. Um, was, was it weird going back to like your first movie after being and just doing music? Like the first time going to work on something after you've been touring for so long? Um, no, every, okay. every job feels like the first day of yeah. school, kind of. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. I don't remember that. No, it's like it's what I've known. Man, I had so much on my plate just trying to do music. I mean, to to today, like now, I'm. You try to figure it out. You just try to yeah. figure out what do you want to say. What do you want to give to people? What do you want to make them feel? Yeah, and I think that's in every artistic journey, whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But Mike. Yeah. That documentary was 30 minutes it was really cool love jason berg too jason berg and mike they're just do they're such a amazing team yeah they were doing so many projects yeah and um what people don't may or may not know is mike rapaport is such a gifted director yeah he's really special like there's not 
how he, he his approach to a story the the you know the tribal quest great dark so special and yeah. it's not it, it's not cookie cutter you know no. he's really carving out the diamond of that and i think he has to love passionately what he's doing to do a movie. yeah i hope he's gonna do and I, I i told him years ago i was like you better find so i want him to find a dramatic or yeah. like a theatrical non-documentary i think he, yeah. he's a real a brilliant director he's sitting in there yeah <laughs> I don't know. no i think he's great i love that tribe doc that was incredible man yeah i was so proud of him with that yeah how'd that doc come up because you guys been had you haven't played shows in a long time that was almost like so many years after oh the yeah Ritz. so that came from some company they oh, okay. i think they approached him and i was like all right let's figure it out yeah so i did this solo record yeah no licks yep um and it was with that was hard you know a band a band is home a band yeah. makes you feel powerful um i know pop singers do it or people when yeah. they're just single uh, single entities and then they work with producers yeah so i try to work with a couple friends of mine who are brilliant in their own right um yeah. brad schultz of cage the elephant he produced so i did this ep where he produced half it and then isabel summers from um Isabella Summers from uh, Florence and the Machine. She, she's also a producer, keyboardist. Yeah. Um, and so that, but I do play some of those songs live because they're so good. I'm yeah. really in love with them. It's yeah. weird doing songs without a band for sure. It is. I can't imagine Have doing that without a band. No, no you can, always had bands. Yeah, I can't different. imagine trying that. Yeah. Just doing a solo or just trying. It was hard, you know, but you're. I'm trying to follow the muse or whatever. And I was like, yeah. I want keyboards or I want more open, wide open rhythms, grooves and uh, yeah. just sort of different flavors. So you got to go find, find that. Oh yeah. I did another thing too. Yeah. Are you happy with all the achievements with uh, the licks though? Everything you guys did. You did so much. It seemed like a short period of time. The licks. You did so much yeah. touring, so many rec couple records and I'm proud of it. It's really great. I don't man. look back much. So right no, now I know. you and I are looking back. You said like are therapy. you happy with blah blah blah? What? Are you no, kidding? No, 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 I would no, nitpick no. everything, but we're yeah. not I'm not I'm trying to in the in the sense of mine not looking back. No, I know. I'm sorry yeah. I'm bringing you back. It's okay. Um <laughs> one of one of me and my wife and my son's favorite movies that it just became our favorite movie on this lockdown. We watched it four times and you're in there. I was surprised I was, it was like, Oh shit, Julia due date. Such a random movie. Oh yeah, Robert Downey Jr. was so good. Zach, that's the, so sweet. That's Zach the other Todd Phillips movie. Okay, yeah, it was, was due so, date. So good, so fun, it's so silly. <laughs> like we fucking love that one. Um, also, Wayward Pines, I loved. Um, even that Kelly and Cal, you had that band Wet Nap. <laughs> moist, to that's moist, cute. moist toilets, toilets. Whatever. Yeah, I was the writer. <laughs> They're trying to do some. But that was great, man. Rock this, stuff. I know you can't keep up. There's so much. Well, no, I oh, just oh, did... oh, the act too. Fuck the act. The fucking act is incredible. Oh yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> I, like, what? I was in the act. The act is so good. The last good. couple, uh, couple years, yeah, I've that been was doing. So good. I love to see TV. you in these things popping up. I'm like, oh shit, Juliet's in this one. Yeah, you know, it makes fun. me happy. Like you just like, That's you, cool. you kind of pick it in Ma, a crazy ass movie, Ma. Yeah, and um, before COVID, I was doing a lot of stuff. It's I love good. that he's kind of picking. This has got to be want. boring though. Now, it's not. Toby. Yeah, it's I not. Think People it is. love you. What about okay? So what about some new music then? Some new music coming for you. Wait, I just have to say one thing about Due Date because Zach, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis, Sick. before I did that movie, I was, I'm just a, was a crazy Zach fan. Wow. So I would just like at home eat and watch uh, 
Galifianakis comedy shows. Between the Two Ferns, too, as well. That. And he had a a live, I think it was called Live at the Onion. I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, he's a genius. Yeah. I was doing a scene with him. It's the only time in my 30-year career that I almost laughed hysterically while the camera is on him. It's his Uh close-up. And I would have ruined his take because he was so funny. Yeah, he's um, amazing, man. Yeah. Anyway, it was just funny because it it hurt. It was painful how how good he was. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, you got not you can't. Yeah, he's laugh. he's incredible. He just kind of appeared um, in that in the Vegas one. What's that one called? Uh, Hangover. All of a sudden, he's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just like he came out of nowhere. I'm sure he's been around for a long time, but like the thing about him, he comes up with. All of that stuff, you okay. know, and due date that the comb in his back pocket, yeah. his perm, acid yeah. wash jeans, like everything about it, he comes up with these choices. He's so uncomfortably funny at times. So uncomfortably funny. Um. Yeah. So here we are now. Now, we're now, here. now, Thank now, in a pandemic. Now on lockdown. But what about some new music for you? So, what's happening right now is I have this Showtime series that just got picked up. We shot Ooh. a pilot last year. You know, we all went through the uh, collectively difficult. I was analyzing this the other day because I'm like, I've had harder years in my yeah. life, but we've never had a harder year collectively as an entire population Agreed. of human beings. Agreed. And that's what's made it more painful is that wh- wherever you are in the year, like I've had friends lose their businesses, yeah. not have uh, a house. Yeah. Um, you know, I could have been in a worse spot, so I'm grateful that I, I yeah, was wasn't. Yeah. Um, but it's affected everyone in my life. Yeah. Um, all of us. Yeah. Um, I have friends who had tours booked for two years that had nothing it's taken crazy. away. Yeah, all of that. So, point is. Um, before that I did shoot a pilot and so we all waiting, we're like, what's our next gig? Will we ever have a gig? Um, so that just got picked up. It's a Showtime show called Yellow Jackets. Awesome. And I'll shoot that in a couple months. And I mean, it is, you're not, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It was one of the most exciting, riveting scripts I've read kind of ever. Wow. Um, that's cool to get that like 30 years. That's amazing. Yeah, and no. To be excited about, yeah. Well, and TV because TV is a different yeah, animal, animal to me. As so, as a series, I was like, wow, I want to watch this. Like, there's so many ways it could go. Yeah. So it'll be a one-hour drama. I shoot that soon, That's and then cool. me and and Kimball, Todd, and Womack all have been talking. That's the licks. Yeah. And um, I want to write, and I want to start figuring out how to put things out online, and then when totally. we get to playing live, you know, we we always text about it. Usually. Yeah. We'll figure out how to do it. Maybe it's going to feel good to play live again. Yeah. Is there anything you ta- like learned about yourself or taught yourself on this this pandemic? Like something that maybe cooking something or just something that you learned about yourself or Let's no? see. Well, I can tell you what I didn't do, <laughs> which was I want to learn how to make um, essential oils. Wow. So I, wanna- I can see you totally doing that. Yeah, I'm, I think what the pandemic taught me is like how to roll with the punches and how totally. to deal with the emotional waves in a way that I've never uh, dealt with before because I don't have, we didn't have anything to run to. Yeah. I didn't have create, usually I put stuff into, oh, I, the, the bear, the exercise, acupuncture, like everything that, that keeps one sane yeah. was taken, humanity. Yeah. Um, 
Wait, what's happening in my back? Point is, what did I yeah. learn about myself? Uh, I don't know that we can make it through. <laughs> we can survive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not. not I mean, not necessarily. Yeah, you, the thing is that before when COVID hit, I lost three friends. Oh wow. Okay. To um to cancer. Oh shit. Okay. So you know, there's perspective on all. Yeah. All things. It's yeah. crazy. Do you have any uh yeah um, daily rituals? Besides coffee? Oh, yeah. I have all kinds of things. Do you do yogurt and stuff or no? Yeah, I like... I can um, see you doing that. I do little piecemeal stuff. I like to be active. Here's my one big th- therapy is walks in nature. I love that. It's it's actually like a spiritual practice. Like I need to find... And I didn't know I needed that. I need walks outside yeah. to get some air. Because just like... We could be in our head or even with our devices. Oh, and I also take breaks from the yeah, device. Yeah, I know you told me that. I love that. I love yeah. that. that I that's wa- smart. I go a long time and I don't don't read the news for mm. for, for bit. You know, I, I was like everybody else where you get addictive and we look at it every yeah, single man. day. I know. And you're like, what is this? What's it takes the- up a lot of your life. Yeah. I mean, unless you're promoting something. That's what I'm saying. If I wasn't promoting like music or merch or something, I know it's hard, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great tool for so many positive reasons, but... It can be really dark and like, you know what I mean? It takes you on a downward spiral. Yeah, and you got it. Well, he, I get into like, who is running stuff? What yeah. are they selling you and why? Like, what what is this? Who's this? What's this fear serving? And for us to, I just, in my heart of hearts, I have to be def- defiant or I have to, it's just what makes me feel alive. And I don't mean in yeah. a dangerous way, but I mean like smiling to a neighbor mm-hmm. when we had everything like be scared of people. Okay. I yeah, get it. You can be safe, but you also can be human. hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it starts getting in your head. We've seen it in the news. So we've really seen does, how people man. start talking to each other. Let's not lose that. Kind of like, beats down on you, man. We're it's all hard. In, the, in it together. It's hard. It's hard not to get beat down by the world. Even if like, you have a roof over your head. You're financially stable. You're healthy. All that. Your family's good. Just with the world and everything. Yeah. Just, it's just hard, man. Well, because we can't. Nobody can live good unless your neighbors are. Like, I mm-hmm. want I, I want everybody to yeah. be striving and, and be able to accomplish or do things or connect with their family in the way yeah. they need to. Yeah. One of my questions is, are you optimist mm. or pessimist? I have to be an optimist. I've lived. I've been so, in the pessimist land. Mm. And that goes dark and deep and real fast like yeah. that can't last that won't last I, it's weird how you meet people that are so dark and sarcastic and they can live in that for years it's crazy man how are you like it's scary my you, wife's like i'm a realist but me oh I, yeah i'm a realist okay you're a realist. Okay. I'm, I'm optimist i've always been like that i always see the good and maybe, maybe, maybe i get caught up in my little pma bubble and not about the realities of the outside world and live my own thing and not like look at the news i don't and think negative. you get caught up okay i try to keep it you know it's I've always been like that, you know? You're a light giver. Okay. You texted me these texts that are so <laughs> positive, and I'm like, thank you awesome. for that. I need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's I've, al- I've always been like that my whole life. I, I don't know. I just, I'm happy to be alive. I'm lucky to do what I love. Yeah. I love my family. I love California. I love my space. I love everything, you know? But that, and that's the thing, though, when you remind yourself it always could be worse. Yeah. And like, where you treasure your challenges, you treasure what you what you've been through, and, yeah, and then that's where you can give to others. You're such a giver, Toby. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have any uh, any any, yeah. any regrets in your life? 
It's a hard question, but some people say, no, I don't it's think It's a trip, it's- that question. No, no, no. Okay, what? I was asking, yeah, do you have any? Is it, it's a hard question, right? You seem like you don't, though. You seem like you just, you just I mean, live. I don't know. That, yeah, no, that's not uh, true. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm a good cover. No, I'll, I'll tell you this. When I see, because, you know, journalists ask that question, or, okay. or you'll see in print people yeah. like, no, everything that I did led me to this moment. And I'm like, what? If you keep. <laughs> that's what people say sometimes. Yeah, for sure. No, it, if you. Like, would I have wanted to hurt my mom or, oh, okay. you know, things yeah. like things or done drugs when I was a yeah, kid? Yeah. Do I wish I would have picked up an instrument when I was 13? Yeah. Yes. Like mm. so many things. But, but I am in that thing of just honor your journey. Look where you are now. Yeah. Even driving over here, I was talking to my sister. You, at any point you can get into what you have and have not. Totally. It's the game of haves and haves nots. And, um. It's a practice. Yeah. To be to be grateful. Yeah. Are you are you, a, are you a sober person? You consider yourself that like you in that world of like Yeah, I don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do drugs. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not technically like AA yeah, yeah, yeah. sober person. Yeah, you seem very spiritual and connected to yourself. Oh yeah. You know no. yourself very well and everything, you know, your journey, you know. Well, because I've had hardships within self-medication. Yeah. But I I ha- so that's not anywhere where it's good for my spirit. Yeah. 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 Um, I got to keep that clean for I, real. I know you're a music fan, obviously, besides the music you play. And punk rock, I see you post some Bad Brain stuff. And people get, oh, my God, Julie likes some Bad Brains. Uh, okay. I know you're a hip-hop head, too, though. A little bit. Oh, my Didn't God. Didn't you used to dance or break dance or some shit? Or I don't know. I'm not going to impress anybody. I mean, I'm me and you like all Mike, types of music. Me and Mike geek out because we know. <laughs> no, no. Like I was listening to I Ain't No Joke, Eric B. and Rock the, the other day. Are you fucking serious? The I best. mean, that stuff. Yeah. Um, what That's else? the best. Wait, what did I listen? Oh, you know who I just got into even more? Big Frida. Okay. I never, I never Big heard. Frida has a song called Platinum. Okay. It is such, I would, it, it's a so hooky. You'll be singing it for days. Big Frida. Big Frida's out of New Orleans. So you're listening to new music. You keep, you're, you're always Sometimes, to new shit. But not enough. Are you mostly like old, like. Yes, I'm Pink Floyd. Wow. I'm CCR. Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Sabbath and shit like that. Um, Black Sabbath. Some of my stuff, like Bad Brains, I got into later in life. Yeah. Oddly enough. Like. That's cool though. I like that people associate with me, me with punk. But yeah. Yeah. But as a kid, I was more like straight rock and roll and, and classic rock shit. Yeah. And then I went through the, the phases like new wave rock and roll like Van Halen. And then like because some of those videos you was a kid, it's a new wave vibe yeah, for yeah. sure. The Cure, Depeche Mode. Best. That kind of stuff. So you're, Echo you're, and the Bunny Man. You're very well versed in all types of music. I think so. And that's why I love it. I'm not a genre purist. Um, but the punk show, you weren't going to, you weren't going to punk shows, nothing like that growing up or nothing, right? Okay. Not, no, here. Oh, talk about regrets. You know what I regret? <laughs> I regret not seeing enough live music when I was a kid. Mm. I started going to live music. Like I did manage to see a Nirvana concert. Wow. That's fucking sick. Like, yeah. The last year. That's sick. It was really amazing um I went to some hardcore shows with my brother Bo okay so he knows everything super non-popular punk rock like super underground okay Okay. uh what's an example like he turned me on to crass sick that's Um, awesome the slits 
slits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so much. He made me a playlist. Like Discharge, once. GBH, or some all of old. that. Like he okay. schooled me. Agent Orange. Yeah, he schooled me, and I was like, <laughs> and this is literally like ten years ago or wow. something. And so he took me to a couple hard show, uh, hardcore shows, right where they do the dances yeah. to do their funny good dances the moshing and different styles of slam dancing you mean the mosh yeah not when they mosh together but just like people skanking and the floor punching and the yes the, the windmills yeah the just, windmills yeah all, oh bless picking up chains uh, all that change yeah <laughs> yeah the, yeah I'm, i'll send you a clip there's a whole clip of that kind of stuff that's their cool. names because everything yeah. you're saying has a visual yes the 100%. windmills i picking just up change it, yeah because they'd be still yeah. Nobody's moving, and then the song starts, and everyone goes on eleven with their dance. It's, it's crazy, right? I love it. Um. All right. Well, okay, this oh, is- I did manage to see the Misfits recently. Oh, the new the the union thing. Yes, that's sick though. And that we went in the pit. Me, I saw you there at the forum. Brad. I saw you there at the yes. forum. Yes, that was a great show. It was so good. Yeah, it just lights my soul on fire. You- like when music comes back, I want to go to every kind of show under the me, sun me too, i just want to be a super fan me too do you have yeah. a top you have a top five musicians or artists like bands or anything like that today no? just in like like in, in like a band that impacted you the most yeah maybe. i mean that i always go back to it's gonna be pink floyd wow um who have i been going back to this year shit pink floyd's that's uh Super mellow vibes, right? I never really got into Pink Floyd. I, I know, I know about you did that. I know when you get into it, you'll get into it. You go from a record; it's top to bottom. It's an experience. Yeah. You like Bob Dylan? And Bob Dylan, yeah. I can tell, yeah, you like Bob Dylan. But who are my top? Oh, Neil Young. I went back to. He has a yeah decades. It's a double yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple records, but I then go goofy like. They're not goofy, but like, like Steve any, Miller band. Or, do you like anything mainstream like Adele or like Coldplay or Sade I know or Madonna? You, well, Sade. I mean, come best. on. That's our childhood. Fucking bad. Um, do you ever like Madonna growing up or no? Yeah. Oh, best. I'm. I, but I like Holiday. Yeah. You Holiday. probably dressed up like her too. I did not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or tried to. Yeah. Madonna's the best. I dude. did not. I was. There was a, a true distinction okay, between okay. girls. Who, I was David Lee Roth. <laughs> okay, I made I, a, I made a choice. It was like it, Madonna or David Lee Roth was on the TV and TV. Okay. I was like, oh, that's that. I, I'm that. I want to do air splits. Oh yeah, you are kind of like David Lee Roth. A, a woman I version. didn't Holy know it shit. until because you wore those pants to all that shit. Damn. Yeah, people need to look up Juliet Lewis and Lick's videos from all of those shows she right. played. Incredible, incredible performer, front woman. Do I call you an actor or actress? What they, they changed it now, right? Listen, Toby. Actions? I call myself an emotionalist. I love How this. about that? That's sick. I should wear that as a shirt. And emotionalist. That, and that, and that cov- oh, emo. Yeah, it covers all of it. It covers all the stuff you do. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, well, thank you for coming to Pandemic. Thank you for coming here. I uh, hope we didn't, I didn't no, bore everyone no, people to tears. Be fuck- Jesus. Trust me, this is my pattern. People people it love- It was the me, me, me show. But this is about you. This is your life. I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate calling my friend. We've known each other for a really long time. Everything you've done is inspiring. Thank and you. And you inspired so many people. And you're a very humble person. And talking to you today, hearing your story, even like when people come on, they don't want to talk about themselves. But no, I'm talking about the stuff that you did that inspired me, that infected my life, and my wife changing her fucking middle name or trying <laughs> to name her son early and all this <laughs> shit because the characters you played it was so incredible. That's you're a very nice. talented uh, human. So thank you so much. And we Toby. finally had you on after talking about it. Yeah, for a long next time. time we'll just shoot the shit. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have to talk about my career. Uh, no, for sure. But people love your career. They appreciate you. 
and I appreciate you. So thank you for thank your time. Thank you. This was awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Um, please rate, review, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, please do that. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, I'm glad you found me. You can rate me and review me on there also. So thank you guys sincerely for the support. I cannot wait for you guys to hear the next one.